0: I know this sounds clickbaity, but it isn't. Trust me, this is um, science. Hey, this is a podcast about sex, so you get what you ask for. Wait, that came out wrong. Scratch that. Welcome to the G-spot. I am your host Dr. Arvind Santosh. I am a doctor of modern medicine specializing in ob In this podcast, I talk about women's health, reproductive rights, sex education, medicine and about things which have an effect on all of these. This episode was created as a part of the podcast lab by India Film Project in association with Anchor by Spotify. What does the title imply? 5 fornications for one fight? Really? Like I said, this is science. To understand we need to look at how our mind works. We all see news, check twitter, watch youtube. So I am pretty sure you might have noticed a trend where most of the news is negative. So is this the end of the world as we know it? Are we in an apocalypse? Are we gonna live in a mad max movie soon? The majority of our news. Being negative is not random, it is by design. This is called the negativity bias. Our brain is hardwired to look for the negative more than the positive. Say you found rupees 500, you'll be happy, but you'll feel horrible if you lost rupees 500. The negativity bias is a result of human evolution. We always had to look out for danger. For a primitive human, finding a lot of food is good, but if that is a poisonous food, it would kill him. There was a constant need for vigilance to survive in the past. Now the world is a much safer place but still, millionaire of danger had a very strong effect on our brain. This concept of negativity bias is utilized by news corporations for marketing. Dr. Gottman and Robert Levinson found this to be a very interesting concept so they decided to see if it had any effect on relationships. With this theory in mind, they set about to do research. They asked couples to solve a conflict in their relationships in 15 minutes, then sat back and watched. You need to be clear here that they did not see the couples having sex, they were just observing how they resolved the conflict. After carefully reviewing the tapes and following up with them 9 years later, they were able to predict which couples would stay together and which would divorce with over 90% accuracy. Their discovery was simple, the difference between happy and unhappy couples is the balance between positive and negative interactions during conflict. There is a very specific ratio that makes love last. That magic ratio is 5 is to 1. This means that for every negative interaction during conflict, a stable and happy relationship has 5 or more positive interactions. This theory was colloquially called 5 fornications for a fight. So what are negative interactions? Negative interactions during conflict include being emotionally dismissive or critical or becoming defensive. Body language such as eye rolling can be a powerful negative interaction and it is important to remember that negativity holds a great deal of emotional power, which is why it takes 5 positive interactions to overcome one negative interaction. And these negative interactions happen in healthy relationships too. but they are quickly repaired and replaced with validation and empathy. Moving on to positive interactions. Couples who flourish engage in conflict differently than those who eventually break up. Not only do they start conflict more gently but they also make repairs in both minor and major ways that highlight the positivity in their relationship. I have a list of interactions that stable couples regularly use to maintain positivity and closeness. 1. Be interested. When your partner complains about something do you listen are you curious about why he or she is so mad displaying interest includes asking open ended questions as well as more subtle signs such as nods making eye contact and timely ums and hus that shows how closely you are listening to them two express affection do you hold your hands with your partner offer a romantic kiss or embrace your partner when reading them at the end of the day. Expressions of affection can happen in small ways both within and outside of conflict. Within conflict, displays of physical and verbal affection reduce stress. If you are having a difficult conversation and your partner takes your hand and says, this is hard to talk about, I really love you and I know we can figure this out together, you will likely feel better because their display of affection is bound to reduce tension and bring you closer together. Three. Demonstrate they matter. The motto for making a relationship last is small things often. The small acts that demonstrate you care are powerful ways to enhance the positivity in your relationship. Bringing up something that is important to your partner even when you disagree demonstrates that you are putting their interest on par with yours and shows your partner that you care about them. And how you treat each other outside of conflict influences how well you handle your inevitable disagreements. For example, if your partner is having a bad day and you stop to pick up dinner on the way home, you are showing them that they are in your mind. Those small gestures accumulate over time and will provide a buffer of positivity in your relationship so that when you enter conflict, it will be easier to engage in positive interactions than outweigh the negative. 4. Intentional Appreciation How you think about your partner influences how you treat them. By focusing on the positives of your relationship, such as the good moments from your past and your partner's admirable triads, you put positive energy in your relationship. Negativity is bound to enter your thoughts, especially during conflict. Intentionally focusing on the positive will counterbalance any of the moments when you struggle to find something good about your partner. Now turn your thoughts into action. Every time you express positive thinking and give your partner a verbal compliment, no matter how small, you are strengthening your relationship. 5. Find opportunities for agreement When couples fight, they focus on the negative parts of the conflicts and miss the opportunities for what they agree on. When you seek opportunities for agreement and express yourself accordingly, you are showing that you see your partner's viewpoint as valid and that you care about them. An alliance in conflict, even minor, can fundamentally shift how couples fight. 6. Empathize and Apologize Empathy is one of the deepest forms of human connection. When you empathize with your partner, you show that you understand and feel what your partner is feeling, even if you express empathy non-verbally through a facial expression or a physical gesture. Saying things like, it makes sense to me that you feel, so on and so forth, will help your partner see that you are on their team. Empathy is a profound connecting skill that all romantic partners can and should improve, and there is no limit to the amount of empathy you can express. And if your partner is upset with something you said or did, simply apologize. If you can find a moment during conflict to say, I'm sorry I hurt your feelings, that makes me sad, you will provide a positive and empathetic interaction that reinforces your bond. 7. Accept your partner's perspective An approach that drastically improves conflict is understanding that each of your perspectives are valid, even if they are opposed to each other. While you may not agree with your partner's perspective, letting them know that their perspective makes sense will show them that you respect them. One of the best ways to do this is to summarize your partner's experience during a conflict, even if you disagree. Remember that validation doesn't mean agreement, but it does signal respect. 7. Make Jokes Playful teasing, silliness and finding moments to laugh together can ease tension in a heated conflict. Most couples have inside jokes they only share with each other. This highlights the exclusivity a couple has. However, a word of caution, remember to find a way to joke around that maintains respect and appreciation for your partner and that serves to bring you both closer together. Ultimately. Small frequent positive interactions make the relationship much more stronger and healthier than large infrequent ones. I particularly wanted to make this episode so people can know how much damage one negative interaction can make and how much work goes on to fixing it. As a species, we are in this world together. The toxic oak culture is destroying families and relationships. Our conversations are turning into debates and arguments finally ending in people spewing venomous words at each other. We need to understand that everyone is equal and stop propagating a culture of entitlement. So, be nice, talk nice, spread love, take care of yourself and be sure to take care of the ones around you. This is Obradin Santosh, saying bye, same place, same time, next week.